Hi, this is Kim, and this is another podcast on how I made my life a living hell. And I'm, well, I'm sharing these, you know, podcasts on this particular topic because I'm sure that there are many out there who can relate, you know, maybe with everything I share, maybe with a few things that I share. I mean, because... At the end of the day, we all have a mind, and the mind, as I've personally learned, does not actually have our best interests at heart, and we often live these patterns within our own mind that aren't actually best for us, where we end up creating consequences in our lives and making our own life a living hell. And I've just happened to do that quite extensively within my life. So hence these podcasts of how I made my life a living hell. So for today, we're having a look at a little bit of a deeper programming. Deeper meaning we're talking childhood memories, um, and like specific, I suppose you could call it traumatic events, traumatic memories that impulsed and programmed a certain specific um, experience deep inside of me. This experience being one of lostness. Feeling lost, feeling like you're drifting out at sea and you have nothing to hold on to and you don't know what's up or down or where home is. You have nothing to guide you. You're just all alone, drifting at sea, lost at sea. That's kind of the experience of it. Just an an overwhelming sense of just lostness, not having a firm grip on reality, not being grounded, not feeling stable, not even, you know, not even really knowing who I am, not really understanding what's going on, like in general, just having a constant sense of confusion almost of just not being quite firmly present, you know, rooted within reality, but always having this experience of lostness, of just, I don't know what is going on, I don't know where I am, who I am, how I am, why I am, what I am, you know, am I even here? I don't know. And so with that, an inability to relate to reality, an inability to really relate to reality in terms of what I see with my eyes, you know, the reality that I can see and hear and touch. But always having this feeling that there's a sort of disconnect between myself and the reality that I'm seeing. Even with people, it's almost like, you know, yeah, I see that these other beings look like me and they walk and talk like me, but there's just this, I don't know, this feeling inside of me that I just can't relate. 
You know, it's almost like an alien type of feeling, like I don't know if this is home. So that is pretty much the gist of the programming. The sort of inner experience that has been there my whole life, that has been in a way imprinted and programmed throughout my life within stages in a way, like through memories, where I'd have these memories of, for example, the one memory is a memory of losing my parents on vacation, where suddenly I can't find anyone around me that looks familiar, and I'm lost in a sea of people, and they're just passing me by, nobody's stopping to ask me where my parents are, because I'm like this, I don't know, three, four, five-year-old child, and, you know, feeling utterly, overwhelmingly lost. And other memories or moments was when I, for example, got sick, like I had the flu or some, you know, child sickness, and I would get all delirious and sweaty and uncomfortable and uh, all out of sorts inside of myself and my body. And, you know, desperately needing a, a sense of groundedness and stability, almost, you know, desperately sort of needing my parents to come and hold me. But there was no one there. Or I suppose my parents also, you know, they were there, but they obviously didn't pick up on what it is that I was actually needing. And, you know, sometimes parents can just have these beliefs. You know, there's a lot of beliefs out there that parents sort of base their parenting on, like the belief that, oh, if you show too much affection to your child, you're going to coddle them and they're going to get spoiled. So if your child is having a hard time and they're crying, you should leave them and let them cry it out. But it's actually in those moments of, you know, crying when as a small child you're really like going through something. That's those moments is when you need your parents to come and hold you to be your physical stability point. Because it's in a way those moments where your mind is trying to infiltrate and is bringing up these experiences. It's like times when you're sick as a child. That's when it's almost like your mind is programming itself inside of you within these experiences. Like for me, you know, those times when I was sick, the experiences that would be sort of impulsed was experiences of lostness, just feeling extremely lost inside myself and feeling like I'm just being sort of thrown up in the air and I don't know where I am or where I'm going to land and I just don't have solid ground underneath me. And it was those moments where the mind would step in with these inner experiences that I would feel lost in, that I would basically need some point of physical groundedness and stability. Like, for example, uh, my parents just coming to hold me and just sort of hold me very firmly and tightly, just kind of reminding me that, you know, I'm here. I'm in this physical world. I'm not lost inside myself. You know, I'm not these 
experiences that I'm going through, I am the physical body, I am here in this physical world. And, you know, I can see now that that would have been extremely supportive to just have that touch as a reminder that I'm not the mind. I'm not these experiences that I'm going through. I'm not lost. Even though it's how I was feeling, I'm not lost. I'm here. You know, it's like a, a lifeline to the physical reality, to what's real. So anyway, it was basically those kind of moments where another significant one, for example, was that I had this reoccurring nightmare by the time I was like maybe 10 or 11. This just weirdly symbolic type nightmare that would specifically throw me into an overwhelming experience of absolute lostness inside myself. And it's like I can see now how throughout the stages of my life, every time a moment like that occurred, a moment wherein I went into that experience of lostness, it's like I went further and further into my mind and got more and more separated from the physical reality, more and more losing touch with the physical reality. For instance, by the time that that reoccurring nightmare rolled around, I had already come to define myself within that experience in the mind of lostness, within the belief that I am lost. That even, you know, me seeking out my parents, going down the stairs to my parents who were watching TV to cuddle with them, you know, trying to sort of support myself to get out of the experience, even that didn't really support me. Because it was like the damage had already been done, you know, at that point in time, I'd already come to fully accept the belief that I am lost, that I am not here. And then as I got older, that state, that belief that I'd come to accept inside myself as who I am, as the belief I am lost, sort of developed almost into a form of psychosis. In terms of just having so many issues relating to reality, relating to people, and developing quite a sort of isolated mind, as in being a thinker, overthinking a lot of things a lot of the time, having trouble developing real relationships with people because I would overthink everything all the time and sort of trapping myself into my own mind. And that's what it often felt like I was trapped inside my own head. And along with other issues, like just a lot of issues around intimacy, just physicality, you know, physical touch, intimacy, points like that, sexuality, everything to do basically with the physical, the physical reality, simply living and existing and relating to the physical world and reality. Now also problems expressing myself being myself, being normal, being natural around people, 
Also, obviously, my relationship with my own body was very conflicted and disrupted or disturbed, so to speak. In terms of just a lot of issues, like just accepting myself. And so what I mostly wanted to share in this podcast today is that as lost as I felt throughout my life and as, you know, as much as I've created or made my life a living hell because of this programming and as much as I did sort of lose myself in this whole mind programming for, you know, some odd, some 30 odd years, I've realized that in a way the solution was always very simple. That in every one of those moments where I went through this huge traumatic experience of feeling overwhelmed with lostness, experiences which I always believed to be real, you know, where I even, you know, existed in fear of my own memories, like fear of ever going through that ever again, because it was just so horrible. I realized that if only I had, in those moments, if I had only just found or established a point of physicality, like in the memories where I was sick, to just have my parents come and hold me. Or even me just holding myself, like hugging myself tightly. And even in that memory where I lost my parents on vacation, to just give myself a hug. Just that point of physicality, that sort of, you know, touch, the point of touch. It's like bringing myself in touch with what's real, reminding myself of what's real which is the physical reality. It's just a simple reminder to get in touch with what's real and to get out of and bring myself out of what's not real, which is the overwhelming experiences in the mind, the lostness, the helplessness, the emotions. Like just having that simple point of physicality, that simple sort of lifeline with the physical, that simple reminder would have made such a huge difference in terms of how I would have experienced those memories. And that's just an important point to realize and understand in relation to this programming of, you know, inner lostness, because there's just such a tendency to get lost in the mind in thinking and I so easily create that that experience inside myself of feeling overwhelmed and feeling lost and feeling like I don't know what's going on and feeling confused and feeling disconnected from what I see around me to just give myself those simple points of physicality simple um, triggers if you will simple impulses, simple gestures, 
like even just squeezing my hand or holding myself or holding my partner, giving my partner a good tight hug, spending some time with my pets, spending some time talking to people. It's just these small physical gestures that actually do support quite a lot with reminding myself that, hey, I'm not whatever it is I'm going through inside myself. I'm not these experiences in my mind. I am here in this physical world. I'm a physical being. I'm not alone trapped inside myself. I'm actually here together with all the other physical beings, physical life forms in this physical world. So that's just something that I wanted to share in terms of what I personally realized about how these types of mind programs can develop. Mind programs meaning like these huge kind of mental emotional states that you can exist in for a lifetime where you can actually, you know, sort of base your entire life experience on this one belief that oh, I am lost. Just because you basically allowed yourself to lose touch with reality and because you never realized the importance of grounding yourself into the physical reality and making sure that you don't lose yourself into the mind. And I'm only seeing all of this clearly after having walked an entire process for almost 10 years, ever since Destiny, and starting to use and apply the Destiny tools of writing, self-honesty, self-responsibility, and self-forgiveness. So imagine how lost, you know, I actually was. Where it's only now, after almost 10 years of really quite disciplined and rigorously investing myself in really thoroughly getting to know myself and sort of fleshing out the mind and developing a starting point, developing a, a connection with what's real. Only now I'm realizing how I developed these kind of experiences, these deep inner experiences that I've been living with my entire life and that I truly, truly believed is who I am and who I'm always going to be and who I have always been. So I'm just saying, if you can relate, then find destiny, start your process, start, you know, walking, applying, using the tools and find your way back to reality. And that was it for my podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next one. Bye now.